Warning, this podcast may contain adult content or language. It also might contain content that could be seen from others as uncomfortable or upsetting due to personal reasons. If that is the case, then please proceed with caution or stop the video as we at the table are comfortable in most circumstances. This is a safety blanket meant for all individuals watching these episodes as it is unclear what story content will be displayed. Hope you enjoy the story. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Double Time. Hello. <sighs> still still reeling from the last episode. <clears throat> <clears throat> so, mm. thank you for listening to this. So, what we are going into is a fairly interesting turn of events. Before yes. we get to those said events, um, if you're ever interested in any tabletop RPGs or reviews for them, check out RPG League at their landing page, Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. They do reviews on other things apart from just tabletop or apart from Dungeons and Dragons and Pathfinder. They do White Wolf. They do Star Wars. They do all kinds of stuff. So check them out at their landing page at www.rpgleague.com and you will be able to check out any other tabletop RPGs. They also have tournaments, um, local tournaments that are fan nominated. So check them out to see if you're a local to any of them. <clears throat> so. So, where we last left off was inside the city of Neverwinter. Our good old home away from home that we hated. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> we had just saved uh, our two friends from court from being executed as during the process of them immediately being blamed for casting magic and being sworn to execution, um... We were acquainted with the same robed figure that fucked us up earlier. Just really screwed us up. Instantly. Um, leaving Adeline to die after learning of nothing. Uh, we promised to resolve their problem, thank God, to a lot of lies for once. <clears throat> and went in search of the rogue man. In doing so, we found lines that were etched into the ground, quickly realizing that they were runic markings, went to impede it and destroy, sever the tie, if at all possible. <clears throat> As a result, uh, it was counterspelled, and they had a nice, gentle conversation with a robed individual, the same robed individual that fucked them up and was in court. During this conversation, Jester was then transported, well, Anna and Jester were both transported, to a vision of the future. A vision of desolate wastelands coated in soot-like ash that was black and loose. Rolling mounds of it, no sign of life in any direction. And in that moment... What caused this was us, or what will cause this is us. As the robe figure went on to explain, he talked about our existence is the essence of Strahd, or a symbol 
of uh, power from Strahd is in us and is what created us. If we died, we would leave that mark where we stood and be reincarnated immediately somewhere else with no recollection of anything that happened. Over time, these marks would grow worse and worse and spread the plague of what is to come. The only way to stop this, or as far as the robed figure has explained to us, is to halt all forms of magic similar to a spell plague, like the Sundering, in all locations of the world. In doing so, our magic will not reincarnate us, and we will die and stay dead. However, the entire world will be devoid of all life for however long it takes to recover. <clears throat> Understanding this, Jester was then sent back to the table where there was heartfelt moments of conversation between the three friends and ourselves, them desiring us not to leave, finding another solution, um, breaking down in anger, sadness, and utter betrayal. The robed man turned to go, made the same teleportation gateway, only to be stabbed in the abdomen by Jester, <clears throat> who did not seem to be bothered by it. The stabbing definitely was pretty crucial, but there was no sense of pain as far as that could be told. Some combat ensued, and Jester was feeble-minded. All intellect and charisma faded from his mind as everything that he had just remembered and relearned, regaining all of his memories from before, and the memories of the many reincarnations before us. He is now feeble-minded, and the man walked through the gate, and it closed behind him. And that's where we last left off. Nice. Beautiful summary. For that, you get a D8 inspiration dice. Yay! I get a D8. Good for you. Oh! Anna! It's yes. that time again. Yes. You feel... A, a pull. A very familiar pull at this point as you swap places with Jester. Though as you pass him by this time, it's more of like a... like a, like a thick fog, like a, like a gel. He's... he's there, but he is, uh... not quite right. Jester? There is no response. You feel uh, a rummaging around in the filing cabinets. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> There's nothing I can do about that. He's gonna disorganize everything. <laughs> oh, I'll have plenty of time to fix that anyways. So I come back to consciousness? Yep. Okay. Barst runs up to you and grabs you. Yeah, you're you're normal, totally fine. Barst uh, grabs you by the waist and scoops you up again. Come on, you fucking fool! We're going. What are you doing? He stops. Oh fuck! Puts you down. Ah, uh, 
Anna? It is me, yeah. Okay, good, we're running. Uh, oh, oh, okay. What happened to the man? At Once he left. Jester got hit by whatever he did, I lost all sight. I, I, none of, I don't think any of them know what it is. Chalet and Harris shake their head. We're going. We're getting out of here. Okay. And um, if that's the case, then here, get inside the hole, and I'll fly us out as fast as I can. They dive into the hole in usual standards. Okay. Um, in that moment, uh, we're near one of the lines, yeah? Yeah. Uh, let me just check something quick. Alright. <clears throat> Would I be able to find some diamond dust? <laughs> Make a perception check with disadvantage. Okay. Ooh, that's not bad. Ooh, that's slightly better. So, 15. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> You're looking around, you're panicking, sweat's beating on your brow. Walking down the street, like you're standing in the right now you're standing in the middle of like a like an intersection. Behind you you hear a uh, a lady. Oh my, yes, this is perfect. Just enough diamond dust for my needs. Nice little pouch of diamond dust here in my hands. Just holding it, holding it up. Diamond dust. Well, I'm gonna buy it, but I guess I'll fucking steal it. <laughs> I'm gonna look at. Uh, I'm just gonna. All right, fuck it. I don't. I don't think this woman's very smart. I'm gonna cast suggestion on her. Um, that diamond dust actually doesn't belong to you. It belongs to me. <laughs> that's a wisdom saving throw on her part. Uh, yeah. Oh, say, uh, that's uh. That's... <laughs> That's a minus three. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ah, uh, yes, yes. You are right. Enjoy your diamond dust. How much diamond dust is this, by the way? How much gold worth would you say this is? <laughs> More than enough. <laughs> well, I mean, I have other things that can be used for it, but beside the point. Um, how much diamond Just dust? Just there's I don't know. Uh, How much do you need? What do you? Well, because <laughs> I have two spells that actually require it. Give me, give me a ballpark range. Give me a rough estimate. Well, one of them is an easier spell that only needs twenty-five gold pieces, and the other one's a hundred pe gold pieces. How much? A hundred. The other one's twenty-five. Roll percentile dice. All right. Otherwise, I will go and buy some more. Hey, 90. 90? That's exactly the cutoff for 125 pieces of gold's worth <laughs> of diamond dust. <laughs> perfect. What I'm going to do is, with that time, am I still near... I'm going to go into an alley that has one of those lines. Okay. <clears throat> and I'm going to cast non-detection on myself. Interesting. Which means I, I spent... 25 gold pieces of the diamond dust and touch my face and I cannot be detected by any divination magic. Great. 
target can cannot be targeted by any divination magic or perceived through any magical scrying sensors. You have disappeared from magical means. Good. Now, I'm going to cast Stone Shape and split those lines like I was trying to before. Okay. You do. You just right. cut a, a big-ass hole in this line. Fucking sweet. And with that, then I flap out my wings and fly as far away from the city as I can. Okay. How far are you trying to go? I'm trying to go... Mm, actually, no, I shouldn't do that. Mm. No, instead I'm going to turn around and I'm going to go for that inn that, um... Yeah, I'm going to go... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to land, actually, and I'm going to run towards the inn that had that ring in it. I see. Okay. You head back there. The, uh... The street in front of it has been torn up by spells and powerful, powerful blows from a, a small woman. God. The front of the inn is like almost completely exploded outward onto the street. The roof is caved in slightly, and there are several mangled dead bodies in the uh, the building itself. A couple Can appear to be uh, the the two wizards who were immediately slaughtered. And a couple of the bloodhounds. Oh, jeez. Alright, does... Do the, uh... Just rummaging through any of their pockets, do they seem to have anything of use? The wizards? Uh, nothing of value or use. Okay. There's a picture in one of, the, one of their pockets of a, uh... Of a scantily lad... Clad... Uh... Uh... Lad. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he was progressive, I see. Oh. Seemed to carry it all with him. Uh, distracting myself. I'm going to go towards the trapdoor that has the ring in it. Okay. And I'm going to try to go to the said ring. You make your way there. There is nobody down here. Did I find Bruce's body? No. Hmm. I'm just going to keep a close eye out to make sure that Bruce isn't going to sneak up on me here. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> I don't know. No. Could be hiding on the fucking ceiling. Um, <laughs> fucking creepy. Hello. <laughs> Welcome back. This is the fastest means of travel that I can find. I'm gonna I'm gonna take everyone out of the bag out of the portable hole so that way they can get some air. And I'm gonna put them all back in. <laughs> <laughs> Pop out like a bunch of lemmings and you just shove them back in. Refilled the air in there. And they only got like 10 minutes or something in there. Between three people, that's not going to last very long. Rather rather than not die inside the portable hole. I'm going to go up to the ring. I'm going to put a hand on it. And I'm going to say, Waterdeep. Interesting. Okay, okay. Let me, uh, let me, let me roll something here. Nice and quick. Mm-hmm. Nothing happens. This should have done something. Um, hmm. Does anything look different about the ring? Nope. I don't understand. Um. Oh, no. 
Okay. Oh god, okay, I don't know what I'm gonna do. Because if I fly out of the city, then I guarantee our safety from the next sundering. I don't know how long I'd I halt their progress by disrupting the line. Okay. I think. I'm going to... Alright, I'm gonna guess... Right, then I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna try it again. Um, I'm gonna place a hand on it. And I'm gonna say the Great Maw, or the Great or the Deep Maw. Okay. Nothing happens. Right, this thing is broken. Um, and I would have no idea of what this is causing, right, or how this is working. No. Okay. I, I suppose you could make an Arcana check with disadvantage. Alright, well, at least it's still a plus 11. Um, okay, that, that would make it okay. Uh, it's slightly worse. Uh, 17? 17 is not enough. You know not this enough. thing is what this thing is supposed to do, but you don't quite understand how it works. Hmm. Maybe it's only one way. There's no books around, right? This is just like an empty room, basically. Just an empty room with this golden ring. Alright, then yeah, I'm gonna go back upstairs. Okay. Okay. From the ceiling you hear a skittering. And you look up and you see him. His head rotates back 180 degrees and looks at you over his own back. And he smiles. Bruce? <laughs> <laughs> No, there's no one there. Okay. <laughs> it's like fucking Bruce turned into the grudge here. <laughs> Freaking me ceiling. out. Where is the broom? We have a broom. Upstairs. <laughs> oh, they don't. Yes, we do. Oh, we do. Yeah, but we they have don't. a broom. Slap him. <laughs> He's not. No. no. <laughs> Moving on. Wasting time. <laughs> we are. Yeah, stupid go then, joke. And. Everything's fine. Still quiet. Dead people. Whole shebang. Alright, then I'm gonna... I'm gonna fly away, then. Right? Um... Anywhere in particular, or just out of the city? Before I do... Can I fit one of the bloodhounds in the bag of holding? My god. Ah. Ah. You know what? Sure. Do it. Go for it. Okay. Can I also take one of the wizard guys and put them in the back of holding? No. That's far too much. The bloodhound's too heavy? Yes. These guys did not seem... very smart. Um, okay, what I'm gonna do then is, because I don't have any fourth levels left, I'm going to cast Locate Creature, and I'm gonna try okay. to focus on Bruce. Okay. If he's within a thousand feet of me, I can see his movement and the direction he's moving. I can also locate um, 
his specific location within those hundred within those thousand feet. He is moving very quickly towards the gate. Towards the gate. The main gate. Alright, I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking fly over to him. I'm gonna follow that guy. Okay. From a distance, or are you trying to catch him? Um From a distance. I'm gonna okay. fly high so that way I can stay somewhat out of like sight. Okay, make a stealth check. Okay. It's not the brightest, so I don't think you'll have to worry about it, but... Yeah, even if I'm, like, directly above him within a thousand feet, I can still pay attention to him. <laughs> and that lasts for an hour. I think I had something else on concentration, but I think I... I if I did, then I would have dropped everything, so... Stealth! Um, our dex is plus two? Yeah. Yep. So that's a 20. Well, that's that's great. He can't see you. At all. <laughs> Sweet. As far as he's concerned, you never existed in the first place. Purple dye is so good. Yes. It has, he's, it he's, has he's, poo-pooed on me a few times as Barst. Rolling everything below five. That's, <laughs> with, that's with great. four rolls. I sucked out all the bad energy from that. <laughs> but... He's so, running full tilt through the gate out into the wilderness outside the city okay I'm gonna keep following him okay he runs into like a small grove of trees and your spell lasts hey, for a while it lasts for an hour he just he stops moving he stops moving inside that yep. grove yep um what spell level is arcane eye arcane eye I think it's fourth level which I means I can't cast it um, yeah, it is. Fuck. Okay. Uh, uh, oh. Actually, well, I probably had plenty of time. I would have made stops to open up the bag or to open up the portable hole to give people air. Mm -hmm. Would that have changed anything? No. Okay, I didn't think so. Because I could probably move faster than him in the air. Um, okay. Then I'm going to slowly creep my way down. How long has passed, do you think? Maybe like 20-ish minutes? 20 minutes? Okay, so I still have Locate Creature up for 40 minutes. Hell yeah. I'm, I'm going to try to like land somewhere completely out of sight. Maybe on a branch if need be. Okay. Oh, uh, you can just keep your same stealth check. He's not looking around, so... Okay. You land close to him, close enough that you can at least hear him. Okay. And you just hear over and over, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, they're all dead. All my friends are dead. Holy fuck. Whoa. Oh. 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 Now what? I'm alone. I don't know where anybody is. I think I might be abandoned. Fuck. And he continues on like that. <laughs> forever. <laughs> this guy. This guy is... 
This is not useful in any, in any fashion. <laughs> that is hilarious. I'm gonna I'm gonna let out the bag, or I'm gonna let out the portable hole to let everyone onto the ground. Not not within sight of this guy. And when they okay. come out, I'm just gonna say, "Shh." I tailed one of the ones that was inside the inn. He doesn't seem to know where anyone else is, but I'm gonna prod him for some information. Stay hidden, and if things go south, then leap out and take the advantage. They all nod at you. <clears throat> I'm going to step out from the tree line. Bruce. Bruce. Oh. Bruce. Huh. Who the fuck are you? Oh, you don't recognize me. I'm sorry. I'm the one that routed out all of the people that was inside the inn. The one that came from the ring from before. It's a faraway look. That's not important. Who? <laughs> I need you to tell me every single thing that you know about the Magi and their plans. Any oh, locations? See, I would say that you have a choice, but you really don't. I'm staying at least, like, 60 feet away from him, by the way. <laughs> Just so that way he can't, like, dash to me and fuck me up. You can see that he's unarmed, he has no weapons, and he's covered in, like, cuts and stuff. None seem life-threatening, but he looks terrified. <laughs> Alright, then I'm gonna step closer. Bruce, you need to tell me everything. No! Fuck you! You don't have a choice, as I just casted suggestion on you to tell me everything that you know. Oh no! <laughs> so make it make it a waste of saving throw. I drop locate creature at this point. <laughs> That's a 19. Alright, I'll cast it again. <laughs> oh no, not again. <laughs> I got That's five more of these. <laughs> cast it a third time. <laughs> Please stop. Tell me everything that you know, and I won't have to do this the hard way. That's a not one. Alright, yeah. Five, <laughs> Tell five. me everything that you know. Oh god. <laughs> <sighs> we have eight hours, so tell me everything. <laughs> he starts crying quietly. <laughs> <laughs> fucking cry. <laughs> Bruce is my favorite NPC. <laughs> I knew when he was on the ceiling and his neck cricked backwards that we were made for each other. <laughs> okay. Oh my god. Okay, At this point I'm gonna I'm gonna signal everyone to come closer. <laughs> You guys are good. He's on. He's under my guise. Everybody steps out and first <sighs> walks up to you and nods approvingly. You made a grown man cry in like ten seconds. <laughs> I made myself cry. I couldn't stop. I couldn't stop myself from laughing. Ugh. See, now it's easier. Just tell me and my friends everything that you know about the Magi, <laughs> their plans, everything that's happening, and we'll let you go, and you can be in peace. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. I'll tell you everything. 
This is the Please worst interrogation I've ever seen. <laughs> Please don't kill me. Bruce, you are such a big guy. You... I'm scared. All my friends are dead. They died so quickly. Well, then change your life. Because if you don't tell me everything, then you are going to die here. <laughs> and I'll know. And I flap out my wings all majestic-like. He starts running. <laughs> He's under my suggestion! <laughs> you little shit, get back here. <laughs> what do you want to know? I want to know into the distance. how far along the plan was and how long it took to set up in Neverwinter. <laughs> it's still going. Yeah, I think it's supposed to be done today, though. How long have you been working on it? Ah. Uh, ah. Uh, he gets a faraway look. Starts counting on his a fingers. Month? Uh. A Two long months. time. Very long time. A long time. I don't remember. They were. They were. They were working on it before I got there. Oh. And you've been there for. Ah. Uh, a year few months uh slack jawed fucking he might be feeble-minded for all you know <laughs> well that's still a fantastic answer because clearly you've been there long enough to not remember weeks so that's good good bruce now i need you to tell me what problems came to happen in Waterdeep. Why was the plans screwed up in Waterdeep? I don't know. I don't get told anything. Adeline was the one who handled all of it. I was just there because mm. I was just a big dude. You're starting to cut in and out, by the way. Oh, no. <clears throat> um, that's fine. Do you know of any nearby locations that they would be holed up in? Uh, <laughs> no, no, definitely not, no. Okay. Do I have the idea that he's lying to me? You can make an insight check. Because <laughs> I realize now that he, I just said, tell me these answers. He could still technically lie. Well, that's a natural one, so I believe these. Full forced. But he seems yes. genuine. <laughs> In my opinion, he seems pretty genuine, but as Anna, she'd still be suspicious. <laughs> you, you look him up and down, and you come to the conclusion that he is so simple that he probably couldn't even lie if he wanted to. <laughs> Alright. Good. Thank you, Bruce. Now I only have a few more questions that I would like to be answered. How long have you been with this group? A long time. I came How from... Many? Uh... Uh... Fucking making me come up with shit. I came from... <laughs> from... Uh, uh... I came from Waterdeep. I've been with them. Slack-jawed look. A year and a bit, like like a like a like a like a year and a month, maybe two. 
Okay. Uh, how many people have you killed during that time? Put up how there many seven. fingers. Seven? Uh, I don't have enough fingers. In that moment, I cast uh, Toll the Dead on him. <laughs> oh. Oh, God! <laughs> <laughs> uh, wisdom saving throw. <laughs> That's a fail. <laughs> <laughs> he takes 2d12, because I'm guessing he's still injured. Yep. <laughs> Ooh. That's an 8. That's another 8, so 16 plus... Three, he takes 19 points of necrotic damage. Oh, I'm so hurt. Is he still alive? <laughs> Alright, I'm gonna do it again. <laughs> oh, no, mercy, please. I don't think you necessarily deserve the mercy this time. But. Just know that if you do do anything with this group again I will find you and I will take your life this is my mercy to you you can if visibly see, you, see that he wets himself if I see you anywhere near the major cities once again I will kill you if I see you harming someone I will kill you and if I even get the feeling that you are stealing something, even as remedial as food, I will take your life. Now run. He stands up and kind of looks both ways around this tree, and he just takes off in a random direction. Alright, cool. Ah. <sighs> That was, uh, that was pretty fucking metal of you. I'm proud of you, Anna. I thought you would actually have more to, more use, other than I mean, learning that it takes a long time to set up this sundering. It gives us a little bit more time. Expected. Look at him, he's a fool. Well, I mean, clearly he stuck with Adeline for so long. Not that you would know who that is, but besides the point... Things aren't going well. I might have stopped the progress for a little bit, but we clearly can't go back to Neverwinter. It might be a lost cause there. Well, then, what? We're still back at square one. We have... no real plan, again. My initial plan was to make it back to Waterdeep. So that way we can confirm... With, uh, what was his name again? It was the, the man, the one that uh, Jester kept ask, asking if he had a family. Uh, Adam. Adam was his name. Oh, yes. Adam and his family. Of course. Um, if we go and speak to him, give all the information that we have, and then converse, we might be able to resolve or come up with a solid plan on what to do. Plan of action. However... My plan to go there didn't seem to happen. The ring didn't teleport us there. Maybe there's not one there. Maybe there was uh, only something nearby in a different place, but our best bet at this point is to fly there or to take a boat, but we're clearly not going to sail there anytime soon. 
What's how? Which way is the fastest? How far would it take to travel by air? I suppose from um, Neverwinter to Waterdeep. Oh. <laughs> a long time, but not as yeah. long as on foot. So, we we need a boat. We we need one. Great. Back back we go on a boat again. You can see Barst is visibly hurt by the mention of a boat. Would you rather walk? At this point, no, definitely not. I didn't think so. Unless you had a magical airship that can just whisk us away. I guess let me clap my hands and summon my no. Of course not. Then this is the best that we have. We can fly to one. I can land on one and I guess technically hijack it, but it'd be easier if we just went back to Neverwinter and stole a boat. Or paid fare to get on a boat to then go. I, you know what? <laughs> Burst looks at Chalet with suspicious eyes. <laughs> Let's steal a boat. Chile fucking scowls at him. We're not stealing the boat. I have to agree with Chile. If we steal a boat, we're just cutting ties with Neverwinter at that point. I mean, we kind of already are, but there's still something we can do. Let's just go and pay the fare as normal, and we'll sail to Waterdeep. Fine. But let's, what let's... we should do before going back in there because what time is it? it? It's probably late by this point. It's late sunset. Let's set up camp here and sleep. And then we'll go back and set sail. Works for me. Eris is already pitching a tent. Oh, I'm going to lean back. I have just blown through so much useless magic on that man. So much. In the back of your head, you hear, like, growling and primal noises. Oh god, I'm gonna peer in. What, is he, what has he gotten into? Has he gotten into my shoes? He is wearing nothing but his undergarments, and he is standing on, like, the desk table thing in, in his room. <laughs> and he is pacing back and forth. Do I know what's wrong with him? <laughs> Make an insight check, or an intelligence check. Um, I will definitely take the intelligence check more than the insight. Oh wait, oh no, my insight's plus five, so actually, I'll take the insight. Uh, dirty twenty. Dirty twenty? He... There's something wrong with his head. He's definitely acting like, like, a, like a baser creature. Am I able to piece together that the spell that he was he was hit by did this? Ooh, make an arcana check with advantage. Ooh. With advantage, you say? Well yes. that would make that would make it a thirty. Then um, yes, definitely. And that would no. make it that would make it a thirty one. Yes, <laughs> you know everything. 20. You know everything about feeble mind. <laughs> the natural twenty. Oh my god. <laughs> that's the that's the second natural twenty on an arcana check that I've done. My God. You know everything about the spell. <laughs> I'm gonna. F How much diamond dust do I have left? A hundred. 
I have a hundred. A hundred gold pieces worth. I'm going to physically manifest myself next to him and cast, with my last fifth level spell, Greater Restoration. He, as he sees you enter the room, he screams and falls backward off the desk and you cast Greater Restoration. Get back over a here. A few moments pass. And you hear, Oh, what the fuck? Anna, no. What the fuck am I wearing? <laughs> what am I not wearing? Anna, what have you done? I have saved you. And in that moment, I'm just going to fade. I'm not going to explain anything. <laughs> just going to leave him be in his underwear on the floor with his, on his back. <laughs> what? <laughs> and I'm going to get some sleep. <laughs> I'm going to get some sleep. Um, for shifts, I suppose, for watch, we'll do Barst and Chalet and then myself and Eris. You taking second? Um. Yes, because I still have non-detection on. Okay. Okay. Here we go. You go to sleep, and you have a dream. Same scenario as your last one. You and Jester sitting around a campfire, and you observing from the third person. Is this the landscape that I recognize, um, Jester, that I recognize when I was with the robed man? No. It's not? Okay. They, they appear to be sitting in a nondescript forest. You can see some of the general shapes of the trees cast in the shadows of the light. But other than that, you don't know specifically where this is. Jester is eating a piece of meat that he found somewhere, and Anna is, of course, scolding him. <laughs> fine, Anna, fine. I'll put down this roast beast. Fine. You win. Throws it into the fire. <sighs> well, looks like he found them. I'm glad they did not fall for his tricks. But, well... Doesn't make our job any easier, does it? Jester kind of mumbles to himself and pulls out his dagger and starts fiddling with it. No, I suppose not. We know where they are, though, yes? She nods. I suppose we should start making our way there before they leave again. And the dream fades. Oh. Waking up for my watch. Eris gets nudged awake by Chalet. She looks around, still half asleep. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. This is, this is good. Yeah. The other two go to sleep. Is there anything you would like to do while you are on watch? 
Sure. I'll try something. Why not? Let's, uh... Let's, uh, just... Just for the sake of why not. I'm gonna throw one of those purple rocks into an area and just... I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit it with a hold person. <laughs> I can't do that. <laughs> I'm gonna hit it with a silence. Okay. Does it do anything? Does silence have a visual effect or no? Uh, nope, it's just uh, for the duration in a 20-foot radius sphere centered on a point you choose within range. Any creature or object entirely inside the sphere is immune to thunder damage. Your spell definitely works, but you aren't certain the rock has taken anything from it. You can't tell. Mm. This is illusion magic, so maybe it doesn't work with that. Hmm. I'm gonna, I'm gonna dispel the silence. Okay. You dispel your silence. I'm not sure what these things are. They're definitely different, though. She absentmindedly uh, talks to you while flipping through her spell book. Well, they're magical, are they not? Mm -hmm. Perhaps it's specific magic? From, like, the different uh, branches. Well, you said you just tried illusion and nothing worked. Mm -hmm. I know Before that evocation would work, because you hit it with a firebolt earlier. Yes. Didn't seem that that the cure wounds did anything, so divination's out. I don't think raising the dead on the rock is going to do much. No, and I don't think we would want a rock that can just raise the dead. That seems counterproductive. I agree. Hmm. Well, then I am going to. Try something. Something different. Something magical. And that is. I'm going to cast Spiritual Weapon at third level and slash at it. <laughs> okay. sound like you're talking through a fishbowl right now. Maybe I am, maybe I'm not. <laughs> it, it cuts the rock in half. It cuts the rock in half, and then both halves stop glowing. Alright, we are down a glowy rock. These things can break. Clearly. Did it cut through it easily, or did it look like it kind of just like, More like it plunge? It slammed into it, and it kind of just shattered. Okay. Hmm. Alright then. So, I think it would be safe to say, we can't necessarily sh know for sure, but abjuration is not going to potentially work on it, because a lot of that involves delving into the mind of creatures, and I don't think that this rock is going to have something like that. So maybe it would be safe to say that this only enhances evocation magic. Seems likely, given the tests you've done. Mm-hmm. I'm going to throw another one out. 
and I'm gonna just okay. gonna cast a first level guiding bolt on it. You cast a guiding bolt upon it. Guiding bolt does what kind of damage? Uh, radiant. It begins to glow with a brilliant light. The grass around it seems to singe slightly. Clearly we can't touch that, but it turned into it. Clearly. Um, let me try this. I'm going to cast Toll the Dead on it. Okay. That is necromantic. I don't know if that's going to do anything different. The light fades, but no new effect takes hold. Alright. Evocation it is, then. I'm going to walk up to it. I'm going to cast light on it, so that way it glows. <laughs> you know, hold this glowing rock. <laughs> Here we go. How bright is it? Because, I mean, light does a 20 foot by 20 foot. Like a 20 foot and then another 20 feet of dim light. How bright is this one? Hmm. Hmm. The same. The same? Okay. It's the same. It's the same. Alright, then I'm gonna Keep take it. I'm gonna I'm gonna put it in my pocket. Here, take this okay. one too, and I'm gonna do the same thing to the other to another rock and hand it to her. She puts this glowing rock in her pocket, and as she like holds the pocket fabric out so she can peer into her pocket, there's just this beam of light shooting <laughs> up into her face. Okay. Why why do I have this? In case we need in case it Im 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 immediately becomes dark or something. Uh-huh. Never know. Yes, because neither of us can cast light. She gives you a look. <laughs> yeah, but here, here's the thing. We can throw these. Okay. All right, just give them, just give them back to me. I'm gonna, I'm gonna toll the dead both of them to stop. The <laughs> she gives you this blindingly bright rock. <laughs> All right, we got, we got six normal purple rocks that we're gonna use for light rocks and hawk them into the distance, which we could use as normal rocks anyways. <laughs> oh no, my ball bearings! I don't have my <laughs> thousand ball bearings anymore. Damn it. <laughs> I could have had a thousand purple rocks. <laughs> Alright, other than that, I have nothing else that I wanted to do. Okay. Make a perception check with this okay. advantage as you're fucking around for most of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's good. Uh, six. Six. <laughs> Lo and behold, nothing happens. But you were paying attention anyway, so if something did happen, it would have been too late. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Great. But we got a long rest in? Yep. Oh, good. Whew. By the way, everyone, we leveled in the last episode. Yes. Didn't necessarily matter, other than I got another spell slot, and we learned that Jester should have had 4th level spell slots. Yes, that is a, a mistake on my part. It has been rectified. I can now inflict higher level wounds. <laughs> other than being able to have uh, Divine Intervention, that nothing else really mattered or changed. So we got we got more health. That's about it. So nothing happened, and we wake up? Yep, you wake up nice and refreshed. Ooh. Barst is unhappy. What's wrong, you know, Barst? I really started getting used to sleeping in a bed, or 
anywhere that isn't outside. But, you know, that's fine. That's fine. Look, I would rather us sleep here than inside the city. Fine. Yes. Mainly so that way I can do this, and I'm going to use a changed appearance to morph into a fairly muscular um, half-orc man. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm going to don off our mithril armor right now, so that way I'm just wearing normal clothes. You look like a commoner. Look at you. Look like a commoner. Alright, so... We're gonna try to pay our fare to get back to Waterdeep. Chalet starts dry heaving in the corner. Oh, I don't like when you do that. It's disturbing. Like it or not, it's it's the best chance we have to make it to Waterdeep through going through Neverwinter without being recognized. Once we Shall get we there, I'll change our disguises as well. Well, my plan is is for us to get onto a boat. I explain that I have a few friends. And then we quickly get onto the boat from there without you all being recognized. Maybe changing your clothes would do well, because, I mean, you all are in rather nicer clothes. You might stand out. I'll get back in the old rags you found me in, then. Let me just pull out my other change of clothes here. Slade kind of... Looks around and shrugs. I have no other clothes. My fancy clothes are in the bag and I'm wearing my armor, so. That's fine. Just, um. Stay. Just, uh, stay somewhere. Out of sight. You'll probably be in the bag of holding. Or the portable hole. Great. Okay. So, are we ready to go? Everybody looks slightly uncomfortable. Barst is wearing his old torn-up clothing that he was wearing in the Shadowfell. Because it's all he has. Filet has disguised herself to look like a, like a little old woman. With, a nice, with her hair done up in a nice bun, wearing like a shawl. Chalet looks like Chalet. She seems unfazed. That's fine. Alright. Everyone in the portable hole so that we can fly over to the city again. <laughs> they all get in the hole. <laughs> Alright. And I'm going to fly towards the city. Alright. Fly to the city. Fly towards the docks, I'm assuming. Yes. Alright. You land nearish the docks in a back alley. Alright. <clears throat> Do you intend to let everybody out, or no? I'm gonna put some air in there, but I'm not gonna let out everyone. I'm just gonna open it up so I can talk, converse some, let in some fresh air go in. Okay. My plan is to do this myself. I'll explain I have a few friends, and we'll all board at the same time. Burst Traveling pops fair. out. His head kind of just pops out of the hole. So I assume you never like fully open it up because it's fucking huge. Yeah, no, I just, like, open up, like, a crevice of it, so that way it's just, like, peeking in. His head pops up. Fine. That's, that's fine. That's fine. You can see Chalet's gauntleted hand pushes him out of the way. She appears in front. 
I'm tired of being in the hole. Can we just, can we get this done, please? We'll do this, and then we'll be on a boat. For however long it takes to get to Waterdeep. <laughs> she starts silently sobbing. <laughs> I know. This is identical to what happened several times in the Shadowfell. <laughs> We have sailed from Neverwinter to fucking Waterdeep like four or five fucking times. I'm not even joking. It's a never-ending so... cycle of bullshit. <laughs> we have sailed so much. Ugh. We just don't have any ways of teleportation. It's just, nope. We don't. We can't do anything. You know what? Fuck it. I'm going to try to divine intervention. We need... Go for it. We need to make it to Waterdeep as soon as we possibly can in the fastest pace. The Shava, goddess of misfortune, I need you to take our bad luck and move it to someone else so we can make it there fast and easily. Alright, percentile dice. I'm going to use the Discord thing so we can both see it. Alright. Alright. All right. Roll one d one hundred. No. <laughs> Close. -ish. Close. It was a nineteen. It was a nineteen. <sighs> a a crumpled piece of paper blows down the alley towards you, and it gets stuck against your foot. All right. Well, it was worth the shot. Alright, now I'm just gonna go and try to find some fare to make it from Neverwinter to Waterdeep. I see. Okay. Took me a second. I'm like, what? <laughs> Gotta go find some. Never mind. I figured it out. <laughs> it's a simple phrase. I got it. <laughs> you make your way to the docks. Nobody pays you any mind at all. Make a perception check. Alright. Fifteen. You spot several boats that appear to be like commercial traveling ships. Some are moving goods, some are moving people back and forth. Can I look for, like, the most quick boat, potentially? Something that looks like it'd be fast traveling? The fastest boat, okay. In the far back, across the, uh, across the, the harbor, you see a long, silver boat, low to the water. Doesn't look like it has any place for more than maybe five people. <laughs> There was this crazed-looking elf man with a pair of welding goggles firmly stuck over his eyes. His hair is frizzled and burned. He's got one side of the boat open, like one of the metal plates off the front of the boat, up on the dock, and he's, like, rummaging around inside, he's covered in grease and shit. Perfect. Exactly what I'm looking for. Excuse me. <laughs> oh. Hello there. 
you, uh, are you by chance boat for hire? We're looking for some travel as fast as we can. He turns around and he gives you this big toothy grin that's like almost more like a grimace. The corners of his, of corners of his mouth aren't pulled up. He's more or less just showing you his teeth. Oh, yes. I love to travel. Love it. Yes. Consider me hired. If you're paying. Well, how much would it cost you to travel to Waterdeep? For me and my four other friends. For me and my three other friends. A lot, but not as much as you think. Just some, I suppose. How much would you... Uh, would... would? For your friends? I have no food, so unless you feed yourselves... <clears throat> that is fine. We have our own ways. Fifty gold. That sounds very fair of you. Thank yes. you. Yes. Jackpot. Hired. Yes. Uh, if you're ready to leave, let me know. Otherwise, we'll see you in another hour or two. How long do you need before we can leave? I'm just fiddling around underneath the hood. I'm ready to go whenever. Oh, thank you. Uh, I'll... Uh, they're, they're actually in here. They're safekeeping. In a hole. You're fucking weird. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna lay out the portable hole <laughs> on the boat, and I'm gonna pull out wow. each person. Wow, so many friends in a hole. <laughs> God, <is> fucking weird. <laughs> he gets so. up, and he takes, like, this, this big metal plate. It looks like it easily weighs about 50 pounds, and he just, this frail, skinny elf man, just picks it up nonchalantly and sticks it back on the boat. Oh, Jesus. Yes. All right, we're going. You ready? That uh, yes. Should we hold something down to keep steady, or something around? Just don't stand up. Make sure you're sitting and your belt is fastened, or you know, use a rope. I think I only have two belts, so the rest you gotta use a rope. Uh, I have this big ass chain. <laughs> I'm gonna throw. I'm gonna wrap it around. Fuck yes, big ass chain. Perfect. <laughs> It's a ridiculously long chain. It's huge. Why do you have this? <laughs> to hold stuff down? Fuck yes, Maybe. of course. Who would have thought? <laughs> this is the most awkward conversation I've ever had. <laughs> You're telling me. <laughs> all right, all right down after chaining us. Yeah, we're sitting down after chaining us all together. He chains you in and he hooks up like these these jagged metal hooks into the links to hold the chain in place. Four of you get a chain, one of you gets a belt, he gets the other belt. Or three of you get a chain. Yes. Oh, Jesus. Alright. Now, are you ready to go? Wait. Before we go, you gotta put on these. And he hands out to each of you a pair of glasses. A pair of goggles similar to his. <laughs> okay. I will put, I will don them on. You can see uh, as this is going on, there's other people around the docks who are staring at you and him like you're fucking insane. Like we're insane or like he's insane? Uh, it's hard to tell. <laughs> Shit. Did we just make a mistake? Uh, so, so, so what do we need these goggles for? So you don't lose your eyes when you go so fast. My eyes are gonna widen as I'm wearing them. They're gonna 
implode or explode or fall out. I, I don't fucking know. Wear them. I'm wearing them. Good. We're ready to wear them. We're ready to wear them harder. Make sure they're tight. Oh, yeah, I guess I'll fasten them a little bit more. I guess. Um, I, I, yeah. He grabs they're, they're a hold good. of this, this small metal wheel in front of the uh, his seat. He pivots in his chair and points at the chained people. Are you all ready to go? <laughs> We've been ready to go. <laughs> Fuck yes. Here we go. He pushes a button. And you, like, slowly creep forward. I knew. I knew immediately. <laughs> I knew. For fuck's sake. Just got to make sure we clear the dock, and then I'm going to show you real speed. <laughs> creep forward. <laughs> There's no sails or anything on this thing, so you aren't quite sure how it's moving, but it is. You're not sure if it's the tide or like just the waves. <laughs> Maybe he has gnomes underneath paddling under the water. You can't tell. Hmm. All right. We're going to clear these docks. And he gently coasts around like the last dock. The last big dock. Slowly turns uh, south to follow the coast. Hope you're ready. This is going to be great. He pushes another button that has a skull on it. <laughs> oh god. Oh god. And you immediately gain speed. Like, just a ridiculous amount of speed. We get shotgunned forwards, basically. Yes. How, how fast are we going? <laughs> Probably about twice as fast as a normal charger ship would go. Oh my god. Fucking flying. I hope we don't hit a rock. <laughs> just get fucking thrown off the boat. Make sure you don't let go of the chain. <laughs> God. You can see the burst is like gripping the chain with desperate strength. Silly <laughs> and Eris are screaming. The chain is rattling and the clear's about to fall off. Well, I'll retain concentration. <laughs> I, I want to know how this goes. Uh, 12? That's a 7. Okay. Five moments. Five moments. Alright. <clears throat> Trying not to sneeze. What? <sighs> okay. Had to sneeze, but it, it left. The feeling has left me. Alone. So you're traveling at speed in this boat. The man is insane. You're all insane for going with him. <laughs> I'm realizing this now. After about an hour of this high speed, you slow back down. He pivots in his chair with a... <laughs> he, he, the boat also slows down. He pivots around, and you're, like, dangerously close to the shore. He doesn't fucking care. He just looks directly back at you people in the chain and the belt. How was that? How was the speed? That was, uh, that was something. I was not Speed. expecting, uh, us to be that fast. I was expecting fast, but not... How did you design this? I'm a mechanical engineer of magic and stuff. Fuck yeah. 
I don't think I necessarily need an insight check to know that this guy is full of whatever. He's I on. I used to have a he's partner. On. Little gnome on, fella. Don't know where he went. It was a long time ago. It's on the Kool-Aid. <laughs> Jesus. Have you ever met my partner? Probably not. I, I don't think so. Um, did he, did he, did he spend his time in Lork? He used to say, I've worked here for years, the little fella. Oh, man. He was a gnome. The shit we raised? Wait, I'm mistaken. He gets like a, like a, like a faraway look. No, that gnome was my cousin. <laughs> Talking about the tiefling man. <laughs> He worked here for years with me. God, he was really skilled with a metal barrel. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> oh my god. So you continue on like this for <laughs> far too long. You have to Losing use rations and shit because there's no food <laughs> uh, i can after after the first night we would have only needed to eat one day's worth of rations because after the first night then i would have been able to cast create food and water fuck yeah food and water he picks up <laughs> With like the a thunder barrel <laughs> oh my god this barrel where did you find this I found it it was in a, it was in a boat you don't say a boat it was in, it was in a boat all right, speed time. Fucking presses the button again, and you all hold on for dear life. Oh, God. Barb starts screaming as well. <laughs> <laughs> How fast do we make it to Waterdeep? But you'll, 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 you'll see. You'll, we'll see? Okay. A couple more days pass. You're, like, just about there. Oh, my stomach. Make a perception check. Oh, God. 6 6 You know what that's surprisingly enough to see what oh. you're supposed to see <laughs> Behind you you hear loud splashing like stuff is falling into the water uh um, dark shadow blocks out the sun A dark shadow blocks out the sun Yep You look over towards where the sun is and for a split second, you almost cannot believe what you're seeing. It almost looks, no, no, it definitely looks like the city of Neverwinter is flying through the sky towards the south. The whole thing. What? You can see chunks of earth and stone from the underside of the city are falling off, crashing into the trees and into the ocean. It's traveling quite a bit faster than you as well, but it seems to be heading in the same direction. Uh, just before I, I lose concentration, because there's no way I'm retaining from that I'm going to turn to the man, because we're like a days out from Waterdeep, you said? Yeah, last day of the trip. 
full speed to water. <laughs> All right. Crazy power button. And he flips up like a metal panel that almost was indistinguishable from the rest of it. And he pushes it. And then we swap. <laughs> and then we what? And then we swap. <laughs> Why do you have just a multitude of deranged, crazy people at the ready? I like my craven NPCs. What can I say? <laughs> These people are weird. <laughs> All right. He likes to go fast. Just let him have it. Yeah, His partner is dead in hell. <laughs> oh, yeah. He, he's real fast. Holy shite. Oh. <sighs> going going all Borderlands 2 here. Hmm. Lift in the city. I suppose, yes. For a different I mean, reason it's, entirely. It's but totally yes. different. It's totally different. <laughs> Oh my god. Alright. What an obscure thing to just come out of the blue with. Was that your plan the entire time? Yep. Really? Yep. You fooled me. I would have thought that it was going to be disintegrated like or sundered or something. Huh. Fucked it up. You slowed him down. I mean, yeah. Take that. <laughs> Damn it, they wasted half a day's work. <laughs> Damn it. Maybe that. Only half a day? <laughs> what do you expect? Well, no, I'm just saying, like, how long have we been on the water? Far too long. <laughs> you set them back half a day. They still have stuff to do. Oh, I guess that's fair. They didn't, they didn't have it fully prepared. I mean, but here we are. You have I mean, a hey. new friend, and you got a city. Yeah. That... That one spell cost them 12 hours. I'll take it. Damn it. They foiled us again. <laughs> Should have done it in a more secret place. So I'm going to take them longer to even find it. <laughs> Let me pave over it with some fake ground. That looks like it. Cast illusionary terrain. To make it look like it's good. I'll cast an illusory script. Oh my god. Oh, God. Well, then. <clears throat> so, Jester. Sup. You swap places again. And this time, you don't remember swapping out of the body last time. You only remember seeing these eyes that stared directly into your face. In the moment that you kind of caught the glance of his eyes... Your entire mentality just, like, locked. And the last thing you remember was waking up pantsless, shirtless, wearing every anything except your underwear, flat on your back with Anna saying the words that she said to you. And then you got dressed, got niced, set up everything, and now you're swapping out. What you see is immediately is this feeling of being rushed that rush of swapping places 
is replaced with an even more powerful rush of air from behind you. As you turn around, the boat is nearly four feet up from the water as it's just gliding across the ground or gliding across the water itself. Just going. Oh, everyone is still screaming except now louder. Um, God. <laughs> behind you, you see a floating city of Neverwinter. Bits and pieces of rubble are falling off. You can see like what looks to be the city walls are crumbled and fallen to pieces in some places. But there's just a mound of earth that is underneath it that's just falling and collapsing at the same time as it's traveling in your direction. With the speed that you're going now, it is clear that it is going relatively your pace, probably a little bit faster. Great. I scream because we're going so fast. Then I see Neverwinter and I scream in confusion. Then I go back to screaming in terror again. As you're uh, flip-flopping between these screams, a solid eight hours pass and you make your way to Neverwinter. Approaching it, it you were fearing for the worst. And it is immediately recognizable that the city is totally fine. <laughs> it is bustling, busy, and the port itself seems to be sloshed in boats. As eventually the boat comes to a halt, just <laughs> the immediate stop makes you almost lurch forwards as you're preparing to throw up into the ocean. I, I crawl out of the boat. I don't even care if it's docked. I just kind of crawl out and into the water or onto the dock, and I cry. Um, you're you're probably a good solid few feet below the dock, so when you kind of crawl out of the boat, because these boat these docks are prepared for much larger ships, so they're a little bit higher from the water. While this um, smaller boat isn't necessarily built for something like that. Great. So, you kind of plunge a few feet into the water, just. Oh, no. I don't want to. No. I'm not getting back in that boat again. But wasn't it so fast? Point out, it was really fast, I'll give you that. Fast is the only thing I know, and it's the best thing I know. It's what I live for. It's what makes me live. It's what I want. Uh-huh. If you ever Staring need... wide-eyed. <laughs> if you ever need fast travel again, you'll know where to find me. Wow, that's a... As he basically quickly shoes everyone onto the onto the dock, he, he goes... He pulls down his uh, goggles before snatching all the goggles off of you. I'll see you around, kid. And he slowly turns the boat, just creeping forwards. Just once he gets out of like general direction, he presses a button. What a fucking weirdo! Holy shit! <laughs> so you are in Waterdeep. Both Eris and Chalet are locked in place. Their hair is blown back. Barst is just like the rest. Locked in place, hair blown back, except his mouth is slightly less open, as his jaws probably dislocated. 
I'd just do him a solid favor and crack it back into place for him. Oh yeah, it's disgusting. Everyone is fine after a few moments of recomposure. I think we're done sailing, yeah? I think yep. I'd rather walk. I think yep. I think I would rather have to crawl on my knees than have to yep. go through that again. The um, next time we have the option to travel, we're uh, going on foot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of forgetting what I wanted to do or what you wanted to do. Uh, what was... Got to go talk it? to uh, Adam's family. Or... Maybe just Adam. <laughs> Adam's family was nice when when they found us when we were sitting at the. Uh, Have we met thing. Adam's family? I mean, you didn't. You were out doing your own shopping. He came by with some of his some of his family. I think you met his family. Yeah, they were nice. I'm jealous. <laughs> it was him, his wife, about four other kids. They had a dog with them. Yes, of course. What about yeah. any extended family, like aunts or uncles? Uh, I didn't bring them with them that time. Oh, shame. Maybe you can ask him. What a shame. This joke has gone on far too long. <laughs> it's been a good where is, where is Neverwinter? <laughs> um, it's within sight, but it is still really far away. You can see it as basically a speck in the distance, but it's still large. Where, it's, where's it going? <laughs> it's going in your general direction. Oh, great. Okay, good. Uh, yes, time is of the essence. Let's go meet Adam and then talk about stuff that is not his family. Right. I forgot that a city, an entire city, was following us. Um. Yeah, let's let, let's go then. As Eris kind of like stays next to you, uh, Chalet and Barst are there. Yeah, yeah. We'll 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 follow you. Um. I'm a little perturbed by the, the the city that has never winter done that before. Not since the great calamity of eight eight two. Are you are you fucking with me? Or... Am I? I'll trust you on this. <laughs> He rolled a natural one on his insight. <laughs> I just... I stare at him. Well, then, this is clearly something that needs to be urgent if it's been that long? Kind of, like, looks around. I slap him and start running towards Adam. <laughs> okay, yeah. Easily, you make your way throughout the city. The groups are there. You can see that there's a lot more patrol. There's a number of groups rather than where they were just sitting in the higher-ups district, there's a number of them in groups of three now, between majority of the intersections. It seems that there's been a number of uh, recruits, a number of individuals that there's, to the extent that they don't have enough suits of metal armor or chain shirts to suit up everyone. There are those that are in commoner's clothes, but wielding weapons, standing guard with a shield emblazoned with the symbol of um, the Order of the Gauntlet. There are some that are in solid chain shirts, some in chain mails, of varying ranging races, genders, and ages. Interesting. As you make your way to the archive, the archive itself is decked in armaments. 
it seems that there are um, ballistas set in the corners of the bigger portions of the building, which has also extended outwards. It seems that within the few months that you were gone, or the month and a half that you were gone, they had prepared extensive repairs as well as additions to the building. It's now the same um, building as the um, the city hall that it was in before. As they were two separate buildings before, they seem to have congregated into one. <sighs> Okay. Uh, I don't see any of the uh, the group around here. I assume. Uh, no, you don't recognize any of the guards that are around here, which are numerous. Uh, you don't recognize anyone. Okay. I uh, I head towards the the step, the second step on the staircase. Okay. Uh, when you go inside, the uh building itself looks very different before where it was kind of here and there there was a bunch of tables set up for tons of different people it was slightly organized slightly not um it is completely changed it is military grade organized they are layered nearly flawlessly in the same position in about four different rows from the left and right and they're layered down between several different groups as well as rank okay um Standing by the stairs, which have also changed from their wooden pallor to the more stone-like that they were, or that they are, you can see the same man that you talked to before, the recruiter. As you uh, go inside, being the half-orc man that you are, um, he, he initially questions you, is there something that you need? And then he sees Chalet and Eris and Barst walk in. Oh. Oh. Oh, oh, you're back. Mm-hmm. We have to talk is, immediately. We, we do. It, I was told to let you down downstairs the moment that you arrived. Um, a man came, and he... He, uh... I don't, I'm not sure how he got here, but he said that he found something. Something in, in his old home that brought him here. The fuck? Okay. I, I don't know. You would want to go speak to him. Alright. And, um... So, he takes you to the step, and he this time you pull it up, and it doesn't necessarily move until you forcefully lift it much heavier, as it's now stone. Lifting it up, you can see that there's the same remedial ladder that, down. The corridor itself is still the same as well, with the torches behind it. Okay. And right. the same door is there. Yeah, uh, knock twice, kick the bottom once. Pretty sure that's the code. Nothing seems to happen. I try the door. Is it unlocked? It's unlocked. Okay. <laughs> it's fine. When you open the door, um, make... A dexterity saving throw. Natural 20. <laughs> the moment you open the door fully, there's this arrow that gets launched in your direction and you just catch it in midair. Just. <laughs> as you look inside, and what looks to be about two tables set up that have been flipped to their side, and you can see a man in crossbow 
or a man in chainmail with a crossbow drawn has an arrow that had shot at you. In that moment, the uh, Adam pitches. Adam shouts out, "Wait, wait, wait!" Ah, <sighs> we thought you were an intruder. Was that not the code? Code was, you knock once and you tap your boot three times. Fuck. <laughs> Wasn't even remotely close. My apologies. I got at least I got a kick in there somewhere. You know what I mean? High five. Look, this isn't celebratory times. If you're here, that means that something happened, right? Yep. Lork is gone. Look. Wait. What? They they nuked it. It's it's fucked. The sundering they call it. It destroyed the city. Lork is gone. Okay, yep. that's... I heard what happened to Loudwater. Mm -hmm. Your friends, they said, had returned in a blitz of light. It was as if they just emerged out front of the gate. They don't know what necessarily happened the moment they, from what they said, they stepped into Loudwater and found someone in an inn that had uh, a few purple rocks on him. The one man seemed to know him, and if you want more, you'd have to ask him. I'm not. I'm not too sure. It was a long process that I wasn't necessarily paying attention to, apart from what was happening in Loudwater. I see. Uh, and that other... you were attacked by the Magi. Yep, yep, that's all true as well. Uh, those rocks amplify evocation magic. I see. What end? What else? Uh, oh, yeah, by the way, Neverwinter is on its way. What does that mean? The city. And I, I, I gesture with my hands to like, a, like, like, like an airplane. <laughs> it's coming this way. I s mm -hmm. Grant, go and go and look outside for a bird city. The city, Neverwinter, is in the air. It is flying, and it's coming this way. Go, go and go, go. Let me know if this is. I, I don't... It's not that I don't believe you, it's just this is... We might need to do a psyche eval later. See if you're fit for a job like this again. Oh, I'm definitely not. <laughs> oh, yes. We also met the leader of the Magi. He threatened us. He nearly killed us. And then he offered us a job, to which we declined. After stabbing him. So, okay, slow down. You're throwing a lot of information at me immediately. I'm getting mixed signals here from that. Okay. From the top. When Lark was destroyed. No, before that. Even further back. I regale him with see, a tale of everything. You can see he rubs his eyes. <laughs> I regale him with a tale of everything. 
since we left Waterdeep before. Okay, so you regale him... All of it. Every bit of detail. So traveling? What traveling happened there. with Strahd? Yep. Well, no. Stuff memory. important to the mission. Okay. So making it there, how there were statues of ashen individuals that were brittle mm-hmm. to the touch, fleeing from the city, all life and matter apart from dead material and things that did not have the essence of life in them were also turned to ash um, and arcane individuals having magic have these purple rocks typically only one but if they're substantially more powerful then they would have more things like that and then you explain everything that happened in Lork hello hi so do you stop after after um, Loudwater? Uh, 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 no. I go all the way. Everything. Up until okay. we got on the boat coming back. Okay. So, as you are talking through getting to the getting up to the Loudwater portion, you can see they, they have set the tables back down, they have put the papers and documents back on top of them, and two people come and sit down about six chairs... And they just tell you to sit as you are conversing about this. Maybe in halfway into your conversation about describing um, what happened in Loudwater, the Grant, the recruiter, comes back to you guys, and his face is pale. There's, 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 there's definitely something, something big, heading this way. It's probably a few days out but it's it's big um, oh. okay well I'm gonna I'm gonna hear everything first we're gonna figure out a plan from there so then you go back you go you continue on with the story this easily takes yes sir all of it 30 minutes because it is detailed slow you talk about the doctor you talk about what you learned through speak with the dead you talked about the head decapitation it's grotesque you can see some of the people nearby are like they're disgusted their face is just like horrified some of them are just not remotely paying attention but some of those that are pitching in hearing a few things are just horrified by what's happened by what you've done by what the other people have done it's bad and after the 30 minutes of, dis- of just describing everything that happened, Adam's face is just frozen, looking at the table. This is a lot that you... that you're... Um... This is... a lot. Y- yeah, yeah. Uh, we uh, carried out the mission uh, the best we could. And it was a fucking disaster from the get-go. It's good that you made it back. This red tower that you're talking about, did it come to a point at the top, or was it rigid? Seemed like a like a like a flat top. Flat top? Alright. 
That confirms it then. We caught the person that you had described to us before. That old woman? Not her. Well, we found her. She was unfortunately long dead before anyone knew. We found that individual that you had described to us, the one that felt odd, off-putting. Mm-hmm. The one with the strong, illusory, or necromatic energy on her. And after a long time of interrogating, the best that that person, what he could give us, was they were getting directions from a red tower. Powerful red tower with a golden ring inside of it. And based off of your assertion of your own description, we can confirm that that's true. They have a number of them set up. It doesn't seem to be just by itself. Great. That's 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 good. That's very good. It's probably how they're getting across the country fast, or the continent even. So explain to me, what's the what's the plan here? As you say that, there's a lot of silence in the room. A lot of people looking at each other. Some of them like, you can see that during your description as well, some people have been crumpling papers and throwing them into a corner, basically. Well, what you've brought us has brought to life a new light. That we are probably outclassed right now. We need to re-evaluate our position and the position of other cities as well. We might not have a choice if Neverwinter is coming here. That either means that they have completely taken the city, or they're just going to drop it on us, which is not ideal either. No. Neverwinter is comparable in size to Waterdeep. However, their structures are a lot more well-maintained than ours. Ours is meant for sea, more sea-affiliated produce than theirs. They have city walls, they also have stone buildings. There's a lot more mass to theirs than ours. We have a few days, it seems, before we can decide what we need before they reach here. Do we have any powerful allies we can call them? There's someone. It hasn't been brought up recently, but... I picture the guy in the boat There's the Church of Bahamut, of all things. You can ask for aid from them. If you have any allies, and I would recommend similar stature, because we're going to need as much help as we can get. Any I allies? Mean, we have allies, but I don't think you're going to want them here. Look, I don't give a damn if they're cult followers. The evil individuals that are okay, worshipping... Keep, keep elaborating on that. Keep going. Keep going. Murderers. I or... hold up my fingers like horns. <laughs> Devils. What have you... Mm -hmm. How do you have allies in the Nine Hells? We're friends with the Lord of Hell. It doesn't matter. You can see him 
literally questioning not just yourself, but his own psyche. Like, he's trying to decide... He's weighing his options. You can see he's deciding whether or not it would be the of a good choice to bring devils to fight this. He is weighing it like it's almost a 50-50 chance. The way I see we'll it, back. We'll we are back getting we're getting into a fight that we cannot possibly win on our own. And if they have stacked that city with everybody they've got, we have what? Like three dozen troops plus the city watch? Yeah. Yeah. That's about it. Yeah, we're gonna go enlist hell and yeah. Alright. Um Give me give me some time to process that. Uh uh Grant, go go research the nine hells. And Grant just looks at him. Um, sir, that's gonna take the, I, there's so much that just do it! We don't have time. And you can see that Grant just like questions everything. He puts up his hands, he like looks at himself. I'll go and research all the nine hells to see what? The type of creatures and entities that are in there that might be of aid to us. Eris, do you bring... think you could help him with this? Do you know much about the hells? I mean, I've seen it firsthand. Yeah. And it, as she's... Oh, no, no, she hasn't. Never mind. That, that, that's not her. That was the other two. Yeah. Um, I, I've somewhat versed in it. I can... I don't... I've never been there myself, but I can help him read a few things. Sure. And uh, so she goes with Grant. We need to go. We need to enlist the aid of the the magic college. We need well there's a lot more to that. Let me give me a second to process just who we need aid from. Because we need their defense. It's different. It's uh, a magical fortification. It can it can defend against troops, the like. It's a powerful crystal. But taking it from a city, which is where we would need to go to find out if we can even do this, it's taking their defense to bolster ours. It's going to be very difficult to convince them of that. What is this city? Um, give me a second. The second issue is it's far away in comparison to ours. It's across the Sword Coast, traveling towards... And at this moment, he kind of, like, flattens out like a map. He knocks a bunch of pieces over, which clearly looked like he's not at all caring about what was marked on that map, apart from this exact moment. It's Kaladir, near the Fairhite Mounts, and he points to, like, what looks to be an island. That's 
<laughs> How do you propose we get there in two days? We have, um... We have our friend from the archive. He has a teleportation sigil there. We can only send so many. We can't obviously can't send the entire city through that. No, and I'm the only one who can go to hell to fix this. Or at least enlist them. Or petition to enlist them. These two can help you, I suppose, and I gesture to the other two. We'll send a few. We'll send you two as well as um, Eris was her name, right? Once she yep. gets back. Her. If you're the only one that can enlist the aid from hell, then by all means, I guess that you'll be the one that goes and enlists them. Just don't make this come back to bite me in the ass. If we get out of this, I don't want to have to then deal with devils. I'll see what I can do. Go and send Grant and Eris back. I'm going to have to talk to them about who they need to talk to from the archive. Time is of the essence. Barst. Chalet, stay here. Eris will meet you here shortly. And I'm going to relay some information as well as send a few. Um, I'll send my other four with you. They've been to, um, they've been to Kaladir a few times. And knows the head of the entire island itself. Hello. Hi, I'm Slayer. Okay, just make sure. Yeah. So, go. We don't have we don't have much time. Great, you are uh fuck. I remember. Days something. are days, but we're involving a massive city falling on another city and take it as plan for the worst, this city is more so like a fortress filled to the brim with powerful magic casters. We're gonna need a lot just to defend against it if it's a fortress. And we're still going to need a lot if it's just a city preparing to drop on us. Okay, yep, I'm out of here. Uh, I fucking leave, I sprint full speed back out. Okay. Dipping out. Where are you going? The 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 tavern. The uh. Gotta get to that well. The what? Gotta get to that well. Gotta gotta Ta get the tavern with the well. Yep. Um. Oh god, what is it called again? I keep forgetting this thing's name. Uh, I'm blanking. And our notes page is a fucking mess. You take that back. No organization to it. Uh, 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 fucking got nothing. That place. Yeah, with the the yawning portal. That's what it is. Yes, that is incorrect. But yes, isn't it? It's in. Well, it's incorrect from official shit. But oh, oh, I see. Okay, regardless. So you make your way back to the yawning portal. And when you enter, you can see that the the barkeep behind the bar 
behind the bar is they're cleaning a mug. There's no other patrons inside of here, but after he kind of sees you enter, he doesn't open his eyes or anything. He sits down the mug, goes down behind the bar, and places what looks to be like a small um, gold ring that has red gemstones emblazoned into it, and he holds it out to you. I take the ring and I point at him, and I nod approvingly. Thanks again, you are a saint. He nods back. Throw the ring on and down I go. Looking for the nine right. hells. So putting on the ring of fire or a uh, ring of um, uh, heat resistance. It's not, or yeah, fi- no, no, it's fire resistance. Yeah, whatever it is. Yeah. Do you have to attune to that? I, I don't fucking know. <laughs> I'm going to assume yes. All right, so we have this pointless ring for now. Oh wait, no, no, no. I, you're fine. No, no. This is a special one. This is oh. one that he has prepared. I see. You only need to don it on. Clever. <laughs> it's a super powerful magic. Yes. <laughs> it's one that he will. It's one that if you walk out on him with that, with it, he will kill you. He will instantly destroy you with a with a wish spell. <laughs> he might have it. Don't question. Anyways. Easily enough, you go into the portal, or you go into the, the well, and when you step down into it, you can see the same spiral staircase with the purpline walls kind of coalescing down on a flowing energy as you look down at the bottom of like what looks to be an abyss, looking at every different portal that you've seen once again. Okay. It's time to initiate the ultimate plan. Hiding in a different plane. (laughs) (laughs) How did you know? (laughs) Because I know you jested. It's time to abandon all hope. I know. But for reals, though, I go look for the Nine Hells. Okay. Um, What language do you learn? Do you know Infernal? Uh, 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 I'm going to say probably not. I feel like you don't. I nope. think you only know common and elvish. Common, elvish, and thieves can't. Mm. Man, look, uh, just make make a intelligence check. Do we still have infernal for dummies? Uh, no, we lost all those books. Fuck. Six. Wait, did we lose those books? Or did we lose one? I think we lost one. Yeah, double check. Nope, we have Infernal for Dummies. We still have it. I whip it out. Alright, you look, whip it out, and you get a remedial knowledge of Infernal. Able to recognize shapes and oh, yes. symbols that might resemble the language of Infernal. And you can tell, potentially, that the portal in front of you leads to the Nine Hells. How could I forget the race car? <laughs> Alright. I step through. Alright, stepping through. The moment you go inside, it's like walking through molasses. It's thick, it's hot, and it's just gross. The moment you come out to the other side, nothing is stuck to you, and you feel this immediate heat of dry air pushing and billowing down towards you from the from up above. Everything looks exactly the same. 
didn't miss this at all. Okay, fuck, I fly. I extend my wings and I fly to the river. Because you got to pay the toll. Alright. The moment you fly out, things are different. Tiamat's awake. <laughs> no. Um, what you see, the moment you come out, is the sky is raining rocks from several locations, just like it was before. However, it's more, a lot more vast, and they seem to be going in a general direction for the most part. They seem to be getting thrown in several, like, several ways and directions, but focused on a single point in the distance. Looking around, the ground looks exactly the same. The river of boiling blood looks exactly the same. Mm-hmm. However, you can see entities and creatures that are horribly deformed and disturbing. Some of them are dead. Some of them are raving. Some of them are fleeing from the direction of the falling rocks. And you recognize them, seeing as you have been a part of the, the initial teardown of the first layer as you have returned to the first layer of hell. As abyssal creatures. They're just, they're still flying around like nobody's business or are they fighting somebody? They seem to have been in combat. Some of them are fleeing. A lot of them are dead near you. But there are some in the air. There are some that are still running towards the direction that are across like the land. I see. Looks like Relic's Reclamation War is going okay. Oh, uh, gotta pay the, the toll to cross the river. I don't... have a soul. <laughs> Fuck. Is there anybody down here I can use as payment? Um... Make a perception check. That's uh, that's a two. Two. You're looking around. You're kind of like moving dead bodies. Like maybe, eh, maybe they fell on them. You're looking around. You kind of like look very dangerously close at a pile of like bu- bubbling liquid that's so molten that anything that touches it seems to be burning away. You look very carefully, and you swear you might see someone drowning in it, but eh, you stop yourself for a brief moment. Uh, and of course. at that moment, you kind of like keep moving bodies, and one of them just <sighs> and it begins to lurch towards you. Very slowly, but it's right next to you. How big is and it? It's, going to t- it's about um, four feet tall. Its face looks to be completely mauled like something had just slammed into it and its face is kind of like torn in different pieces and in that moment it lurches forwards with a claw and tries to swipe at you great um 22 to hit yeah we ain't wearing armor so that's gonna hit i would imagine you probably put on your mithril armor on the okay we're wearing the mithril armor again i'm gonna use yeah. gonna use our reaction to impose disadvantage on that uh, all right, so <laughs> it goes to swipe at you, and 
in that brief instance where it's swiping, your face morphs into that horrible, ghastly visage, and it just like lurches forwards at it or launches forwards like a like a spectral face, and its claw goes to swipe, and immediately you can see his face just tilt to the side. <laughs> and turns and flees as fast as it can, just sprinting away no. very slowly. That's not happening. <laughs> make, make an attack of opportunity if you want. Nope. Wait. Hmm. Can I use my attack of opportunity to grapple it? Um, you can, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll do that. Okay, make an athletics check. Natural 20. So as it goes to turn to flee, it does that Scooby-Doo thing where its legs are super blitzing, but you've already picked it up from its from its feet, so it can't can't run anywhere. Okay, <laughs> I drag it over you to the easily. river. I offer okay. payment, so I may cross, <laughs> and I throw it in. Throwing it into the thing, you just hear as it bubbles and just sinks into the, the liquid. Disgusting. In that moment, a small, single-person-sized boat lifts up from the ground. Oh god, not this again. I'm having terrible flashbacks the last time we were here. I get in the boat. Okay. And you sail away. Um, there are instances where there are some abyssal creatures that are flying towards you, but then immediately get deterred in turn completely around, as if they're physicality or their mental thought completely turns them around. You get the feeling and the impression that they did not pay the price to cross, and by running into this general direction from the city, they have essentially tracked themselves here. Nice. Making it towards the city, you can see it is in mass war right now. There are large abyssal creatures being stomped and bashed by these massive rocks that are just tumbling down towards it. The city walls have been completely shattered in several places and buildings are toppled over. Okay. <clears throat> when you fully um, get to the station, as it is, you can see that inside there are a number of dead abyssal creatures, dead infernal creatures, um, as well as a number of dead um, humanoids, like orcs or half-orcs and uh, tieflings. You can tell there's a number of humans, and it's just rubble. You can see um, that it's just stacked and stacked with it, though. There's just so many dead entities in this city right now. I am thoroughly disturbed. Fuck. Uh, What's your relic? plan? Relic or Sazeth? Or Sazeth? Was that her name? Isith? Her? Yes. Isith. Hello? Can either of you hear me? Make a perception check. Perception? I believe that's 21. 21? Yes. You can see that nothing happened after calling out these names. Oh, yes, good. Um, 
however, kind of stepping out to view what the current circumstances are to try to see if you can find them, you can see a number of massive bone devils, much larger than you've seen them, are stacked on top of that building that had the, um, where you, the imps would go to get funds and everything like that, and where you had ultimately mm -hmm. ran to when the city had fallen. You can see that there's bone devils there swatting at um, tons of abyssal creatures that are flying by. You can see a pit fiend in the air is shooting massive fire javelins from his hands at a bunch of abyssal creatures. Uh, though there's an infinite number of them flying in and out of the city. They seem to be uh, more and more infernal creatures leaving that building repeatedly. And just flowing how, out of it. How far away from this building am I? You are about a good half a mile away. What's that? Five hundred feet? Uh, no, yours doesn't make any sense. Explain this to me. I'm pretty sure it's like thirteen hundred feet. Is a full mile? Oh my god! <laughs> I think. Nope, that's uh, one mile is 5,280 feet. Yeah, you're far. What is, why does that not make any sense? I don't know. You're, okay. you're real far away. I fucking start flying full speed. Alright, it's going to easily take you probably a good minute to make it there. Worth it. Um, as you do. As you're flying, there's a moment where this massive rock-like bird with a deformed wings and a third one stemming behind it as almost like a tail is lurching towards you and lunging to try to swat you out of the air. And in that moment, there's this massive fire-like boulder collides with its head and completely blows it apart. Making your way closer and closer, there's several instances where you're almost about to initiate in joining this war to fight several of these abyssal creatures as they're starting to turn their attention towards you, only for them to be distracted by other opposing forces rather than the force that's leaving them. And you make it there, safe as sound. Great. I am as far as you can tell. Mentally scarred again. Oh right, because I have all my memories back, I also carry the hundred years of mental trauma again. No, that was replaced. Oh, was it? That was the that was um, the oh, moment yes. when yep. the dagger had like faded. That entire thought has vanished. Good. Into that single, maybe a minute and a half scene. Now I so can basically, start you're a hundred years. <laughs> you're basically a hundred years younger. <laughs> oh, good. I'm spry again. <laughs> as that history had changed. That's what she had meant. I see. Okay. I can carry new trauma then, though. So that's that's yes. good. This is the first one. <laughs> so what are you doing? Going You're into standing the building. In front of... Okay, when you enter the building, there's a moment where two massive spears are about to point towards you, and then they, you can see that they are um, horned devils, 
What are you doing here? You're not remember me. Out of the way. Kill me and you're gonna get obliterated by Relic. Have fun. And I walk across each other. <laughs> Make a persuasion check with advantage. <laughs> that is not good. <laughs> persuasion, you said. Persuasion. That's a nine. Nine. As you start to like flap through them, they both place their hand as it's basically the size of you, if not a little bit shorter, and they just kind of push you back. I don't think you understand your place, slave. And they push you back. How do you know the Lord Relic? I do, a, I do the magic trick where I pretend to pull off my own thumb, and then I dimension door <laughs> towards the portal. <laughs> yeah, you can, easily enough, you can do that, no problem. Um, as you are just trying to do the magic, the magical finger, they're looking at you. Before they look at each other and wind back the spears, and then you just disappear in a puff of mist. There's no one inside the portal. So, you're good on that front. Okay, I, uh, just go through, I guess. Okay, as you're going through, there's a number of other entities fleeing from it, like entering the fray. Um, a lot of, like, lesser demons and demons, though. They're not, uh, horn devils or pit fiends and the like. It seems like there's only a number of them. Going through the portal, um, it looks like there's a massive line with a number of slaves, lesser imps, uh, spine devils, things like that that are being pushed through the portal slowly. Okay. Um, when you emerge out of it, this... <laughs> you get this sense of Oh no. Oh no. As you look over and behind a podium that's kind of like pushing the line forwards with a small list, you see a demon man wearing a fairly nice suit and a twiggly mustache stands there. And when you emerge out of it, he looks at you. Oh, it's been some time. How have things been? Did you die and come back? Or did you come of free will like you did before? Oh, I came of free will, but it wasn't to see your sexy ass. I'm busy and I gotta see Izith or Relic. Now if you'll excuse me. Oh, like those two are far below. You're only in the second layer, my dear. It's urgent. How urgent is urgent? I mean, the Nine Hells are currently trying to reinstate the first layer. Urgent enough that if I don't see them, they will instantly destroy you and every remnant of you. Forever. He tilts his head to the side. That does sound quite tragic. Yes, yeah, tragic for you now. Just... Please hurry the fuck up and tell me where they are. <laughs> well, is it a relic? I don't know, but... For a small favor, I could help you get to Tavillis. Mm -hmm. we're, we're hitting all the big ones this time around, I see. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Works for me. Fuck you, Maximilian. Peace. So for a favor, you'll, you'll accept this? What? I can help you get to Tavillis. For what favor? I want to know the terms before I agree to anything. 
Well, if it's so urgent, do you need to know the terms? You are a terrible businessman, as I never accepted these. Look, I'm only looking... Do you even have standards? No. I'm from hell. I just keep And walking. I'm a businessman. Fine, fine. The terms can be decided on later. I'll do this as a kind I'll give gesture. you a crisp high five to know where Tidavillis is, and I will put in a good word with him about you. I'll accept that. Good. High five now. He places a high five on you, and it's forceful. It's just nice. slamming into your arm. Nice. Don't cross nice. me. He said you put a good word in, and he traces his finger along the wall, and this like portal opens up that you have seen once again into a fairly large and expansive room with a massive desk. Massive desk. And he just pushes you through. Hitting all the old memes as well, I see. Good. Well, <laughs> <laughs> we're not changing them because things are dire. They gotta stay the same. It's only been like a month. Month and a half. And that's if time flows the same as it does here. I mean, yeah. And it kind of has. Alright. So making your way into the room, there's a flutter on top of the desk. You can see this man just... Stacking papers very rapidly, unstacking papers, stacking them higher, moving them. And the moment that the portal kind of closes, he flutters up towards you. And you've seen this man, it's Tidavillis, like he is once again. He recognizes you. Oh, what are you doing here? I didn't understand that you'd be coming back. I I have come come seeking counsel with the Lord of the Nine Hells and or Izith. Seeking another counsel, another counsel already. I mean, it's only been... Uh, No, uh, a much smaller counsel. Well, I mean, if we're going to have a council, then why don't we invite everyone at the same time? It'd be much more graceful to everyone else, and at the same time, it'd be understandable. They do seem to be very busy, and at the same time, those two of the nine hells are the most busy. I mean, they're on the ninth layer of hell, while I'm only here on the second. But at the same time, I am preparing myself to go to war for the first layer of hell. We did find, um... Ezreal as well, by the way. She was just trapped inside of a barracks. Oh. Small gate. She seemed oh. quite perturbed when I told her that you had became the first layer or the, the ruler oh. of the Nine Hells for about five minutes. Oh, I don't want to see her again, if at all. She said the same thing. She was very upset about the fact that you became the ruler of the Nine Hells, even for about five minutes. Doesn't make quite sense to me, but hey. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right, so the I, council. Uh, before all this, I made a, I made a deal with uh, your 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 employee. Oh. <laughs> Maximilian, he's been a very fruitful and quite dutiful worker for me. Yes. You know that he's been... I, 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 he said that he would allow me to uh, come here to speak with you if I did him one favor. And the favor was to put in a good word about him with you. So I'm here oh. to say he is a passable employee and he has done his job. Well, I will jot these down. And in that moment, he pulls out a paper from nowhere... <laughs> and completely writes down all these things and writes up, shows it to you. It's an infernal, so you can't read it. But um, he just turns it back, throws it onto the pile of papers that's up on the top. I'll be sure to archive that for later. That way he can understand just how long it'll take me to archive this favor of his. And it'll take the better part of mm, maybe about three weeks of time. But at the same time, if I'm doing it, would you say uh, that I have fulfilled the terms of the agreement? Absolutely. I mean, you've done exactly what he's done. If there's no other terms of this argument, terms of this. Awesome. Thank you. 
Okay. So you wanted to counsel? Yes. With everyone or just the two? Uh, preferably just the two. I'll see what I can do. Give me but a moment. And he goes over to the table, flutters instantaneously over to it. Pulls out very carefully for once. You see him very slowly and meticulously pull a single document out. And then hurls it towards you in a very fast manner. And instinctually, you just catch it. You didn't move, but your arm moved to it and snatched it out of the air. Just read this and you'll be teleported straight to the ninth layer of hell, where you'll be able to talk to the both of them. What's it written in, by, by chance? Oh, it's written in Infernal, obviously. Are you not able to read this? Give me a moment, and he flutters straight in front of you, snatching it from your hands, and flutters over to what looks to be a, like, a legging of the desk, and he pulls what looks to be an entire workshop out from under it, just, and he drops it from the ceiling of the table. Even though the table itself is only maybe about, you know, like, three feet in width on the top, but he still pulls out what looks to be like an entire room out from it. And he very quickly goes through this translation process. You can see him pull down some spectacles, and very rapidly his hands are just dashing across. And then he flutters back in front of you, slides a paper in front of you that's in common. Oh, thank you very much. It's very thoughtful. It's an incantation, and it'll take you straight there. I mean, it took me quite a long time and a few thousand gold worth, but anything for a friend. I would like to He's apologize from, from, trying to, from trying to slap you from before. That was uncalled for, and I apologize sincerely. Oh, everyone makes mistakes, just as you have in the past. That's how you got here in the first place, and it doesn't correct me at the same time. You mm-hmm. come here on your own free will to hide from the man that then soon tried to destroy the layers of hell, but you did fix that problem, so I mean, at the same time, we are of good acquaintance. Well, I'm glad to hear it. I will... I assume I'll be back after this. Maybe not. If not, it's been been a pleasure. I hope to oh, see you again. Oh, you still to show me that show! It been some time and you said that you would show me that show that one as, day as he's as he's going on about this i start reading the scroll really fast <laughs> <laughs> easy enough you read it in common now and this flow of energy very similar to the many times that you've experienced going through the portal of molasses you fade through this layer and then you fade through another and another, and another, and you fade through several layers of this thick coating about seven times until you plop. And I say plop because it's like a sickling sound that just drops you from the ceiling, and you fall a good five feet, or from the wall, and you fall forwards about five feet into an expansive room with columns and pillars of fire. And across from you, you can see the biggest desk that you have ever seen. It is easily 200 feet wide. Oh my god. <laughs> and sitting across from it is tiny little relic in comparison to the rest of this table. <laughs> um, do you want to retain concentration? No, that is a great place to end. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking beautiful. oh lord that was great we've gone full circle here we are again (laughs) oh my god we're back in hell (laughs) we're 
can't believe it. I can't believe we're dealing with Strahd again. Again. <laughs> again, kinda. Potentially. We were, cre- we were created by Strahd. I mean, one way or another, our lives just revolve around him. Mm-hmm. <sighs> hey, everyone. When I woke up to this morning to being prepared to play D&D, I wasn't expecting everything to go to a full shit show in about four hours. But... Everything is different. But you co-host the show with me. <laughs> yes. And I go second. <laughs> I have to base my information off what you give me. <laughs> you little shit. You knew what you signed up for. Don't deny it. And I wouldn't change it for anything in the world. This is so fun. I love this. It's going to be so sad in the future. We're going to end up finishing this campaign, and I don't know what I'm going to do to fill this slot. Yeah, it's going to happen sooner than I am ready for, but yeah. Hey. What? I still have faith that you'll be back at some point. I mean, I'm disappearing entirely for at least... Ooh, ooh, three months? Probably longer, depending on other stuff. Yeah, but... Hell, even after that, I'm still gonna be doing D&D stuff. Oh, yeah. We'll get back together in, like, ten years, and I'll be old and crippled. I'll be like, it's time! You'll be, be, like, in your 30s. It's time! (laughs) I'll have a kid! Oh. (laughs) I know. Think about it like that. I mean, I hope to have a kid. (laughs) I hope to have one. Dads and dragons and diners and and dungeons and stuff. That's a thing though. That's a that's a that's a Twitter account that I'm actually following. I think it's uh Dungeons and Dads. Or Daddies and Dungeons, I think. I can't remember what it's called. I didn't look it up, but But yeah, I was not expecting everything to go to go to hell. Quite literally. <laughs> yeah. That was my first thought. I'm like, we need an army, because we don't have we, one. Oh yeah. Oh, we don't, especially not... Mm. We almost died to a single Magi? Yeah. Single Magi and some of his friends? Yep. And, I don't know, I mean, this fortress might just be a rock that's plummeting towards us. Yeah, we have no idea. Yeah, we have no idea. How dare you bring Maximilian back, you you wretch. (laughs) Look, everyone's gonna be here for fuck's sake. Oh, this is like the victory lap before things go real bad. Uh, yeah. Look, here's the plan. Bring Maximilian into the war and send him alone. Alone. Either he succeeds or dies. It fixes both problems. (laughs) Well, I mean, the problems that he's caused don't be fixed because they're already (laughs) fucked, but... Just, just, just a little bit. You know. Yes. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> oh. Well, thank you everyone for listening. Thank this you very much. Another episode of Double Time. This has been an episode, you are correct. <laughs> it has definitely been an episode. Quite the episode. We got flying fortress cities. We've got it's fucking fast planar travel. travel. We got a lot of fast travel by boat. How dare you call that fast travel? That is 
so fucking clever. I'm disappointed I didn't think about that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. And, like, what? Like, how long were we on that boat? Three days? Four days? Four-ish days, yeah. Yeah, we were going, like, three, four times as fast as a normal boat. Oh, hell yeah. Um, And as well as that, that means that we have, like, three days before the city reaches the city. Because mm-hmm. if it was going at pace, if not a little bit faster than when we were going four times as fast, then it's got about three days before it reaches the city. Yes, which gives us time to sell our soul yet again. But yes, I am dead tired. It has been. Yeah. It's been a lot of fun. It has been. You get some sleep. I was actually going to ask you if you wanted to do another one, but I was like, eh, that'd be pushing 6 a.m. Yeah, I'd rather not. Do you work tomorrow? Uh, I have up until the first off. Oh, same. Nice. Yeah, we could do another double time tomorrow. <gasps> we could. That's a lot of fucking D&D. That is a lot of fucking D&D, but we got a lot of D&D to cover. It would do. Hell yeah. Maybe. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Anyways, <laughs> thank you everyone so much for listening, and we will be back again on another Double Time. Yes, goodbye. Oh my god, I just realized. How have we not said this yet? We'll get back to you on the Double Time. Oof.